Okay. All right, so let's continue in um, the Ram's introduction to Chalak. So I think we were in the end of the Kat Harishona, right? In terms of the people, or the groupings of how people um, relate to Chazal, and especially to the uh, statements of um, Chazal that uh, on their face are um, outlandish, right? A strange midrash. Okay. Yeah. So the first cut, right? He said those were the ones, basically the religious ones. And like we were describing last time, they um, they only see in the in the in the statements of Chazal the simple meaning, and uh, they think that they're praising them, right? By attributing them all of these miraculous supernatural types of um qualities of uh engaging in these in these uh, strange worlds and uh, being privy to these uh secrets of um you know the, the the supernatural and such and in reality the rama says they're lowering the uh the lowering chazal and basically they're bringing them down to their level right because they're saying that what they're what they understand is what they're saying, and uh, they're not on a level, um, and, and, and that's a degradation to Chazal because they turn the uh, the Torah or the Chachamim in the eyes of the world into the opposite of what it should be. I think that's where we ended, right? Where he says the um, he says Hakata Zu. Darshan Mishpate Divre Chachamim Divar Masher Im Yishma Um Ha'amim Yomro. Right, I'm on Kuflam Vav, you have the uh the Kapah second column. That they they um they darshan, they expound on the on the statements of Chazal things that if people would listen to them, if other nations would listen to them, they would say, This is an Am Sachal Vinovel Hagoya Katnazak. Right, a small-minded, foolish nation. The Harbe, so he says like this. He says, "Harbe sheosin kain hadarshanim hamevinim laam, masheena mevinim heim asmam." So the other Rambam is identifying, in particular, who is this group of people? Okay. He just starts off in the beginning. He says they're rove. Most of the people I've met up with, and uh, and that I've seen their their works, right? And I've heard about them. And now he seems to be narrowing it down. What exactly? Who exactly is this group? And he says many of them are the darshanim, hamevinim laam, who inform the people. Okay. That which they themselves don't understand. So they're trying to teach the, the people things that they themselves don't understand. I wish that they would just shut up. Who, would, who could shut these people up? Mi yitain hacharish tacharishun, utihilachem lachachma. 
it, it, it would, they would be wiser if there would be silence. So well, what exactly is he, is he, is his criticism over here? I mean, the, the, the fact of the matter is they think they're doing the right thing. They think this is what Chazal is saying, right? It's a funny kind of thing to say, um, to criticize them saying that they're, is, is this a criticism of them? It's a little unclear. Is he just stating a fact? Is he just bemoaning this, uh, this tragedy? Let's go a little further. He says, Oh, Hayolahem Lomar, Ain Anu Yodim, Ma Ratsu Chacham Bidvarm Elu, Velo Heach Pirusho. Okay. It would have been better if they would have been silent or if they would have said, We don't know what the Chachamim wanted to express with these words. Okay. And we don't know how to explain them. Okay. They think that they understand. All right. Again, he's like a little repetitive on this, right? He says, and they stand themselves up. Okay. To explain to the nation what they understand, lo masha omru chacham. And he keeps going. Right? Vidarshim bifnei hamon. Vidrashos brachos. Uvaperek chelek. Vizulosam. Kipshutam. Mila b'mila. I might have gotten the last one. So, so what, what is he trying to express in the, in the, in this, uh, in, in these ads words? By isolating, by identifying, by identifying this group as the darshim, the ones who are expounding and saying, um, you know, they're, they're, they're teaching what that which they don't know. And they would have been better off if they had been silent or if they would have admitted and said, look, we don't know what these things are. Right. Uh, we don't know uh, how to explain them, but, I mean, what what kind of a complaint is that? Basically saying, I wish they were smarter. I wish they were, I wish they knew more. Why would they say that? Why would they say we don't, we don't understand it if they think they understand it? So what exactly does he mean? You know, uh, they they should have said that. Yeah, they should have said, if they would have said that, then they, then they would have been a different group. (laughs) I mean, yeah. But, but, but I think what he's trying to say is, yes, I go. Yeah. Good. Uh, it kind of sounds like he's talking. About yeah. I think he's. I think he's making two points over here. What, what's the focus? What, what? What's the point that he keeps focusing on? That they are. They are the darshanim. Who are these people? They're that. They're the darshanim. The ones who explain to the people things they don't understand. And then he goes again. He says, "I wish they would be quiet." What is he? What is he uh, honing in on? And he says. They are ma'amidim as atzmam lahovin la'am. They put themselves in a position to expound to the nation, right? But they're only explaining things that they understand, not the way, that, not not the things as they are, right? And they're darshin b'fnei hamon. What is he trying to uh, reveal about this group of people? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like maybe a little different than what we talked about before. That they... So I think the Ram is identifying what what causes this type of mistake. It's a desire to put yourself in a position of authority, right? This is the group of people that want 
to get up and teach other people uh, and put themselves in the position of being the darshanim and the uh, they're again they are they're ma'amidimis atzmam lehoven they want to fill that role of the one who knows and brings knowledge to others and that's why he says they would have been better off if they would have been quiet meaning they have a desire to speak without the information that makes their speech worthwhile but they just have a, a desire to expound they have a desire to um essentially uh, like you were saying to raise themselves up in the eyes of others as being some kind of an expert some kind of a source of knowledge and basically they're driven by a by a by a certain kind of a gaiva they're driven by a certain kind of a gaiva there's a certain there's a certain kind of a like like around like around says about uh about uh, there's a true way there's a true desire to share knowledge like ram says by uh avram and when a person really sees truth and he's convinced about the reality of something he has a strong desire to share that but this group they don't they don't see they they're not driven by by intelligence they're not driven by an idea they were driven by the idea they would have they would have stopped they would have said you know this is something i don't understand they have a desire to be the one who gives information that's a very there are there are many many people like that those people are usually very very untrustworthy because they have a great desire to be the one to tell you something right they want to be the one who informs they want to be in that in that role in that position and therefore they're going to you know everything else becomes like a vehicle to the uh to to put them up in that position and i think he's trying to say that that's that's what leads a person sometimes to if a person is driven to teach because he's interested, interested in truth that would be a good motivation and a good drive but it would force him to think more deeply into what he has to teach if a person wants to teach because he he enjoys being in the position of teaching he enjoys being in that position of authority of respect then uh and and not from from a, a drive of intelligence then um they'll the, the fact that they that they have more factual information they can convey to people and, and they can entertain and they can astound and they can be sensational and uh people walk away and say wow you hear that uh, that's that story that that they explained you know it it it, it feeds into this a more a more um you know base desire of of self uh, aggrandizement through these um through these methods and and i think he's trying to show you also that that there's a certain point where they're at fault okay because they should recognize well let me finish it i'll i'll come back to that you david okay Is that also to say that having this guy that was the guy of means that your that your desire to uh teach is to have the praise of being a teacher to have the renown right so then it's not the quality of the idea that you're looking for it's what gets the reaction what so what produces 
No, that quality is could be a barrier to uh, it could be a, an impediment to your desire, right? Um, but 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 also I think I think the Ram keeps emphasizing, like we were discussing last time, that they're creating a certain division between Chachma and Torah, and they're turning the the Torah into like just a story time, and 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 I think he's I think he's also being critical. Of, uh, that that mistake is something that um, that that a person wouldn't make about uh, a, a another topic. In other words, nobody would nobody would have the uh, the uh, nobody would be able to fool themselves to uh, overhear. Let's say uh, let's let's say a medicine. Let's say you. You know, you overhear a couple of conversations by some, by a few doctors, and uh, you would never say, "Ah, oh, I'm an expert in the area." You never present yourself and say, "Well, whatever I, whatever I understood from what they were saying, that must be the sum total of the knowledge that they have." Right? You would recognize that medicine or any other type of uh, discipline is a is is a deep is is, is a study. And a and, and a wisdom and a discipline contains you know tremendous knowledge that takes years to uh, you know, get a foothold in and training to understand and experience to differentiate and you would never just put it into a simplistic type of a, 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 a of a discussion and you would never even assume that you could really even follow and understand. The conversation between two great doctors, right? Because you recognize that that those are valuable, those are important, you know, uh, uh, areas of of chachma. But to 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 take it to take the approach about Torah that it's on its face value is really, like he's saying, is 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 removing the whole idea of Torah from 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 a from a, from a realm of chachma, and I think he's saying that's something that is inexcusable. That you can't really excuse such a mistake, because you would never treat um, another area of perfection with this type of a simplistic approach, and um, and, and it's like a davar yadua that. Like uh, I don't know if you guys got the chance to see the Hanukkah uh, Torah from the Rav, you know, he's saying they, in, in in everything there's a nigla and a nista, you know, and it doesn't have to be a kabbalistic idea, but he says there's the things that are that are apparent, like the surface phenomena, and then there are the deep causes and the hidden meanings of things, and and, and anyone who has an appreciation. Um, of, of Chachma recognizes that you know a casual uh, a casual interaction with with uh, with events or with uh, you know certain information is, is not going to reveal the depth of its truth. And to anything, any any you know any uh, any real science or study always has to have some kind of a inner 
an inner nistar, an inner cause, an inner system of causes only revealed after great study. And to simultaneously say, yeah, oh, true, science and medicine and math, yeah, those are things that are really deep. And I wouldn't even, how would I get up and open up a textbook and start lecturing to people about uh, what uh, what's medicine? Uh, who am I? I, I? I know nothing. Even though I could read it all, I don't pretend I can understand it, right? But then they come to Torah and they and they turn it into something that is uh, face value and and, and less than, um, than than anything else. So I think he says that's that's an inexcusable uh, an inexcusable uh, mistake. And um, it's interesting the Rambam. The Rambam says by um, in, in a similar way when he discusses people who read Torah and, and, and make a mistake from, on the face value, he says that's that's an inexcusable mistake. He says they should recognize that that uh, there's a tirgamunculus right on the side. They should recognize that the assumption should be this is great chachma, and and if you're having a difficulty understanding it. You have to consult with the experts in the field, and to say that, you know, if you had, if, you had, if it was a question of of anything else, and, and it seems strange, they would consult with the experts to get to get further knowledge. To say over here, it's it's nothing more than it appears. I think the Ram is saying it's it's it's, uh, it's only because they're they're blinded by this uh, desire to uh, to be the dashan, and 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 by doing so. They're really, um, like he says, they're bringing the whole system of Torah down. Okay, so that's the um, that's I think is the end of this uh, first cap. Yeah, Rebbe. Yeah, are you are you trying to explain why a person can make that mistake by Torah as opposed to by medicine? What I say is why it's not it's not. There's certain kinds of mistakes you'll say, well, look, a guy's just brought up this way and he has no he has no he has no alternative, right? And you can't blame a guy for a mistake that um is basically, you know, uh the information is hidden from him. But uh, what I'm trying to say is I think that I'm saying that uh, he's saying that's not really the case over here because because um this kind of a mistake would be would be in, in other words the torah as a as an as a thing of value shouldn't anything that has that has importance and value to mankind is not a simplistic system and you see that in any type of a system of of, of knowledge in any type of a system of value there's always some uh deep underlying uh, reality. No, nothing is uh, in every other area of life. We don't experience this this uh, this phenomenon of yeah the the, the 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 simple and the superficial is uh, is the extent of of its uh, of its truth. So why would why would a person do such a thing over here? And I think he's trying. I think he's saying it's only because they have a certain Gaiva and a certain desire to be in a position of authority, and they don't have the maybe they don't have the 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 uh, the discipline and the drive and the and the 
and and the um, you know the uh, the ability to put in the hard work of actually finding out the 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 uh, the, the truth. So it becomes something that they they can learn through the Gemaras and they can know something more than the average person and they can present themselves as an, as an authority. And he says that's that's the recipe for this type of person. Yeah. Wait, so what are you saying, Daniel? I'm wondering how that works. Like a person wouldn't do that by medicine, right? They wouldn't make that mistake. So like, what's the nature of Torah that allows for that? Why don't they look like fools? That allows for that. What's that? Like, why don't they look like fools, right? Like you said, if you tried that with doctors, you, you look like an idiot. But Right. That's a good question. That's a good question. Unfortunately, there are always greater fools out there. <laughs> I, I think there is a dynamic. There's an interesting dynamic that. Well, let me see if I can. Um, there is an interesting dynamic that 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 um, there is a certain symbiotic relationship between there's there's certain type of people who want to be a leader and there's certain type of people who want to be followers. I think I think in in, in life you have that. There's certain types of people, whatever area they're in, they have a self-confidence and they just put themselves in a position of authority with or without uh, the, 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 the knowledge. And then there are other people who don't want to have the burden of you know, making decisions for themselves. And they, they're just looking for somebody who is taking over that role. Okay. And... And he's saying like this, that this group is a religious group and they want to feel that they have a certain religious um, superiority. They want to feel, this is also part of it, that they want to, a person wants to feel that he is in a, um, that, that, that he is, uh, you know, um, let's say he, 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 this group posits that, that Torah is good. They posit religion is good. They posit there's a truth to, to, to the system. But they don't really want to expend all of the energy and uh, time, and more than just the energy and the time, the ego, to put themselves in the position of saying, I don't know and I need to be taught. So if you have, a, if you have, a, if you have that, type of a, that type of a setup, a person is desirous of being considered righteous, right? desirous of being considered great in, in, this, in the religious realm, right? But he's not ready to give up on his own self-importance, okay? Um, if he can find a group of people who are looking for someone to show them the way or someone to you know take over that role or someone to uh unburden them of their responsibility right it becomes a very comfortable situation of the preacher and the and the preached and they almost support each other right the following supports the leader 
and the leader gives the followers a certain sense of uh, of belonging, a certain sense of recognition, a certain sense of, of right. So they 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 will they will. But all of this is coming under a certain psychological, a certain need to feel righteous without the underlying, without the reality of the of the work, without the reality of the of the uh, of the, uh, without the the hard changes to the self of uh, that the study would really entail. You don't have to give up on 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 all of your other activities, and you don't have to really mamus atzmobile, you can just walk around if you can feel very, you know, spiritual. I'm <laughs> very spiritual because I'm tapped in. I go and I listen to this guy. He tells me very, these very spiritual stories, and he gives me my spiritual uh, connection, and uh, and he's satisfied because he's He's in this position. So it's this whole cat, it's this whole, it's, a, it's an entire group of people who share this trait, certain trait of, the, of being of desirous of a certain, uh, what we call affect, a religious affect without the true cause. And the Rambam discusses this in, in the Maharabukham, you know, this is also like a big problem in, in, in metaphysics in general, that people don't want to really exert the effort that's necessary. They just want the result. So I think that um, part of this part of this self-delusion is, you know, they don't want to say that it's it's really a deep, deep area of chachu, because that would that in, in in their minds that would prevent them from attaining it. You know what I'm saying? They want to feel that they have it. They want to feel they have access to it. And to put it up there and say, well, you know what? It's as hard as uh, multivariable calculus. Well, forget it. I'm not going to, what do I have to do with that? Right? So they want to be able to feel, nope, it's, it's, it's very close. It's very accessible. And I don't really even need to change. I don't need to make major sacrifices in, in my life. And uh, I, have, I have access to it. And uh, the ones who put themselves up have a certain have a certain satisfaction of of, of the ego of being the darshanim. They know a little bit more. They can take that role. And the followers are happy to have a uh, uh, you know a a role model or or a uh, a validator of their uh, their experience. Yeah. So to Danny's question, so the difference between Torah and say medicine. Is that Torah religious that's right people want to be people are attached to medicine for its healing value right but many people are attached to religion for the for that feeling of righteousness you understand and you can if you go to a doctor who has great bedside manner but doesn't heal you you're not going to go to him again guy go right this interesting is feeling medically good you're either healed or you're not good or you're not healed right you're not like it's not like spiritual you can't be like medical you know so but like but but with religion it, it, you either appreciate you know that there is a value to religion that that's that's these people they're they're the the, the cat of the um what he calls the um 
uh, well, the B'nai, they're the B'nai Torah, right? So they have that, that's their, that's their premise. And it's either going to be a, they're either going to relate to it in a true way, which is, you know, a, a whole life endeavor of, uh, of Chachma and, and self-analysis, or they can have the sense of um, religious, um, uh, religiosity, right? Religiosity. Now that can be satisfied in a much more superficial way. And I think he's saying that, that's, that this leader steps into that, into that vacuum. Okay. Hey, so? Yeah. Uh, I, I saw in the Rambam in his uh, treatise on asthma, he, ma- he makes the point that both medicine, but also religious science in terms of divine science, that the greater an expert the person becomes, the more they see difficulties, right? The more, but, and here it seems to be notable, he's making the point that these are not the kinds of difficulties that require bakil. I mean, they require expertise. Right? These are facial things that they're just ignoring, right? Whereas normally, you know, it requires a certain level of insight to even see it. These are things that everybody with eyes should recognize as difficulties, and they're just basically just treading into. Right. I mean, the, the strangeness of these, uh, of, the, of the positions that they're taking. Correct. And the ideas that they're trying to explain. The ordinary person. Okay. Okay, good. All right, let's go on to the next cut. I think it's a way to say Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. And the other thing also I think is what's interesting is, and this always astounds me, is even in Torah, even in Torah, they have to recognize that the system of halacha is a very, very deep, complex system of halacha. Right? Nobody would take, nobody would, none of these people who could be the darshanim these very darshanim who get up and give these popular speeches and addresses and inspiration and you know all these but all by the way it's always the same thing with these people. You go uh, anyone goes to one of these and, and look, they're all over. You can find them all over the place, right? Anyone who goes next time someone that you know goes to one of these inspirational speakers, you ask them when they come back, how was it? They'll say it was fantastic. Then you say, and what did he say? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember because it's it's it's, it's a certain it, it's a certain feeling that they're giving right there's a certain there's a certain religious high that that, that that is being imparted and it's not really the the value of the of, of the kind it's not it's not like the Torah lishma that we we're discussing it's not something that changes you it's not an idea that you walk out different than you work in you just experience something very fun very exciting very uh, enlightening uh, uplifting but it's an experience. But anyway, so, so what I always find is astounding is they have to admit that when it comes to halacha, <clears throat> they're not going to be able to flip through the Gemara and know how to paskin something. They're not just going to read stories in the Gemara and take it by face value and know what to do. So it, it, was, it always strikes me as a very strange you know, divergence, with, even within the religious sphere. That halacha, which they're going to relegate to a less important, you know, role than than hashkafa. I think I think everybody would do that. Halacha is really hard, really difficult, really intricate, 
right? Has a, has a, a lot of nistar and to, to know what to go, what goes on. But the most important, you know, consequential things in, in, in Torah, those uh, are accessible to everybody. So I think that's what I'm saying. That, that's like a, like, like Donnie's saying, that's like a glaring discrepancy. It's like a, and you can only make that mistake if you're practically willing yourself to. You're practically denying, uh, you know, any type of, uh, of reflection and, and, uh, and uh, you know, and, and taking a step and, and, and waiting and thinking about it and, and consulting uh, people uh, who are of, of greater knowledge. So it's not, um, it's not excusable. Yeah. I always find it funny, like people who, um, you know, the so you talk to people about the Rambam and Hashkafa. Hey, yeah, but the Achronim came along and they changed things and the Ramchal and the, but, but in terms of halacha, would anyone say, oh, the Ramchal is going to come around and change and, and, and undo the Mishnah Torah? No, that's impossible. The Ramam is the giant in, uh, in halacha. It's the, you know, impossible to, uh, to surpass him in that. But uh, that's in just in the Dever Cotton. But of course, in the, in the greater stuff, we can, we can just, we can sweep him into the dustbin. You know? Anyway. So, and I'm not saying, I'm saying it's not just that they, that they, that they don't agree, but they like negate. Okay. Anyway. So, um, let's take the second cut. So the second cut is similar, but almost the opposite, right? The second cut is like this. They also, he says, Gam Haim Rabin. Now, why does he say Gam Haim Rabin? What does he mean to indicate by that? That that's bad, right? If is it's something, any... What? Is something appealing to people here? Yeah. In other words, if it's something that is... For instance, in, in the two group, in the two first groups, he says, Heim rov Hashem Nifgashti. Right? In the second group, he says, these also are the Rabim. And the third group, he says, there's almost none of them in existence. Right? <laughs> He's trying to show you that and it's not it's not necessarily a rule, but if it's it, trends, popular trends in society are not are, are 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 on a whole driven by emotional causes because most people are operating on emotional in an emotional framework. So you'll get um, you know you'll get you'll get two different groups, two different large groups. You get Democrats, Republicans. I mean, you're going to get large groups of, of people. That's not where the truth is going to generally, that's not where the truth is, because they're generally just expressions of different types of emotions. Okay. So the first group was the religious emotion, right? Religious emotion, but you basically want to maintain the supremacy of the self. So you kind of like fold the religion into the self. You say, yeah, the religion is just what I think it is. And now I can have everything. I can have, I can have the, the, the satisfaction of the ego right? Because I'm the arbiter. And I have, at the same time, the, uh, the, uh, the good of the, of the religion. Okay? But this group is the opposite. They, So exactly the same so far. Right? They heard the words of the Chachamim, or they saw the words of the Chachamim, and they understand them, Kipshuto. The Khashru Shain Kavanas Khachamb Kah Elamashmos Pshute Advaram. 
and they thought the Chachamim only meant what they said, the literal meaning of it, almost indistinguishable from the first group, right? But here's the change. Therefore, they derided them, they mocked them, and they thought what they thought strange, what that which is not strange. And they, what does that mean? They, they, they make fun of them, right? They're low egg. They're mocking them. They're mocking the words of them. What does it mean, le'itim provos? Frequently. V'choshrim sheim yoser nevona mehem v'yoser zakiraya. Ah, that's the difference, right? The first group also took everything at face value, right? But they held chachamim in, in, in esteem, right? The only thing is, since they held everything, since since they only took them at face value, they had to, they had to, you know, they had the the the, the, um, the, the in, in reality they were bringing them down. But this group wants to hold themselves above the chacham. You understand? They want to hold themselves superior to the chacham. So when they see the divrei chachamim and they interpret them in their simple meaning, and therefore in unintelligible as unintelligible as stating strange uh, ideas they say ha you see they're fools right so it's interesting this group this group doesn't maintain a religious value they they are more um more uh they they, they 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 place themselves they place their knowledge and their and their ideas as above the Chacham. So who's worse? So he says, the, he says, the Yose, he says, they play, they consider themselves more intelligent and more uh, clear of thought. The Shehem Aleim Asholem Pesiyim Chisrei Das Sicholem Becholem Hamitzios. They consider the Chacham to be fools, right? And uh, and the lacking in knowledge. In all of their, in all of its, in all of the uh, existences, no, they don't know anything about the, about reality. Right, and they don't understand anything at all. He means these fools. He means the second group. He says, "Who falls into this trap?" He says, "Mainly doctors." Or astronomers. Astronomers, astrologers, not much of them. Because they, in their own minds, are, in their own imaginations, are intelligent, wise philosophers. How distant are they? From the true philosophers, he says. So it's interesting. So, so why is it that that? Uh, so, can we sum up this group? And he's going he's to explain the the, the, the uh, their position in, in a minute. But can we sum up this group in terms of their uh, motivation and their um, and their 
and their ideas, and why does he say that they're related to the to doctors and mostly doctors? What do you think about that? Yeah. So very similarly, they have a, a need to have power and to be right, and right. because they've already uh, aligned themselves with certain ideas and attributed to those ideas truth, and that doesn't align with how they're viewing the statements of Fazal, so therefore they need to reject and to belittle the things which don't fit into their framework. Okay. They need to be... Okay. Why do they have to put Fazal down? Yeah. I had a different thought. Right. Um, okay, you know, we start from the question of... How the... Now, is this second group feels threatened by Fazal? Right? Because they have knowledge of science or knowledge of medicine and when a person becomes a, an expert, why, why is saying, why is he say it's doctors? Right? Doc, this, this is an interesting thing. You ever hear of Galen, Galenus, yeah. right? The Greek. So I'm not up on my Galen over here, but the Rambam, maybe Donnie knows a little more if he's reading about, uh, about the asthma. But um, the Rambam, in, in his, one of his things about medicine, he talks about Galen. And he describes Galen as suffering from a um, philosophical illness. Okay. Doctor, heal thyself kind of a problem, right? So he says, this man Galen, the physician, was attacked by this disease in the same degree as others who were equal to him in science. That is, this man was very, very proficient in medicine, more than anybody that we have heard about or whose words we have seen. He has achieved great things in the field of anatomy, and things became clear to him, okay, and to others in his time as well, as well about the function of the organs, their usefulness, okay, etc. He, I mean Galen, has undoubtedly trained himself in mathematics and has studied logic in the books of Aristotle, he, but he is defective in all of that. His excellent intellect and acumen that he directed towards medicine have induced him to speak about things in which he is very deficient and about which the experts have contradictory opinions. So this is a very natural phenomenon, the Ram is saying. And it also is an expression of gaiva. And when a person is successful in one field, we see this all the time, right? When a person is successful in one field, at least for Galen, it was in, in an intellectual field. When he's, he became, a, he was the, the, the preeminent doctor, right, in the world. That gives you a sense, that gives him a great sense of superiority, and the problem with man is like this. Nobody ever wants to feel that they're great in, an, in a limited and unimportant thing. Okay. So to say I'm great at medicine is not enough. It has to be that greatness in medicine has to give him a certain sense that now he has the right to discuss other fields because he's not satisfied to say, yeah, I'm, I'm good at the body, but the soul, I have no idea about. So that's a certain kind of, a, of an illness that, that, that attacks. No, nobody wants to feel that knowledge that they have is that, that, that there's another knowledge that's greater that, that, that they're, that they're not um, partaking of. So, so Galen, people like that, these doctors and these astronomers and astrologers and, and the like, their success in one area induces them to feel 
that they are simply superior, that they are greater, and they can't be deprived of knowledge of the, uh, of the utmost importance. So they must have an opinion about these philosophical matters. And when they look around and they see, oh, what about these, this group of Chachamim who are occupying this role of sage, you know, of, uh, of, of, of holder of, of secrets of, uh, of human perfection and, and, and success, they can't tolerate the idea, yeah, but I'm good at the body. That, that's, that's an intolerable idea because the ego will not tolerate the, you know, uh, submission to, to another. And, and therefore, they have to negate it. They have to negate it because they can't, they can't allow themselves to, main, to, to, re, to remain in a, in a um, you know, in a uh, subordinate position. That's the way the ego works, as we were discussing many times. You know, the ego is, looks for some kind of a corroboration of its basic conclusion that it starts with, that I am the, the reality. I am real. I am the, I am, my existence is more, uh, you know, important than others. I'm, I'm, I have more uh, knowledge than others. And I can prove it to you. Look how good I am at medicine. That just corroborates the fact that all of my opinions are good. Okay. And there's no, and it's impossible to tolerate the, 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 uh, the fact that, um, that there are others who, who express a, a superiority in, in what is more important than you do. So you either have to, so, so Galen did these types of people do two things. First of all, they have to claim philosophical knowledge and they have to negate the, those who, who represent the reality. That's, that's like a lot of, that's, a, that's like a big drive of anti-Semitism to, to hate the, you know, the, the Jews for representing a reality that the other people, the other people don't have. Yeah. So to clarify, this second group and their fight back, is that solely an ego thing or is there also something fighting against religious emotion that the first group haven't gone into? Well, see, the first group's ego is, a, is aligned with religiosity, right? And they're not, they're not chachamim. So they simply can be satisfied with attaching them, with, with, with dressing themselves in a religious garb. Okay. And that's it. That's, that's, that is their sense of, of greatness. They're, whatever it is, they're born into the system, whatever it is. Right. This group, they've made their mark in a totally different field. That's what he says. They're doctors, they're astronomers, they're successful in other areas. So they've already laid a certain ego claim to another field, right? And now they can't say, yeah, but all of this that I've done is really nothing because these chachamim have so much more important knowledge than I do. That's intolerable. So the second group, they have some sort of, I don't know what to say, like scared, but some recognition of the religious year being of the most importance, and this is how they... Exactly. That's how they interact with the religious sphere. Then. Exactly. They, 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 they unjustifiably negate it. And the Ram says that, that their criticism is, is not justified. He goes, he finishes like this. He says, They're more foolish than the first group. Right? They're a cursed group. 
they're breaking forth, right? They're, 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 they're breaching towards people of great stature. People who already were known, that their wisdom is already known. And he, and he mentions that later, that there are certain cases that, that Chazal's wisdom is, is on display. And once you see somebody has a chachma in one area, you can't just negate things that he says. Okay. If they would have prepared themselves in, in knowledge and science, actually, it's a very, very interesting critique. He says, had they really trained themselves properly in how to write these, um, you know, uh, things in, in metaphysics, if they had taken the time to understand that there's a method to teach people, there's a method to take deep ideas and convey them to others, right? And basically the method is martial. They would have gotten into the more practical realm of philosophy. Then they would have been able to tell if the if the if the chachamim are, are wise or not. The hayu muvanim lohem in yani deram. So basically, saying they didn't really, they didn't really have the ability to analyze. They simply negated. They didn't. They didn't really develop the the, uh, the methodology in determining whether what they're saying is is. Is a, is a hidden chachmo or a silly story, because they never really, uh, they never cared to pursue that kind of a um, a course in philosophy. Because they're not driven again by chachmo. They're not driven again by by a desire for truth. They're driven again by a desire to satisfy their ego, to place themselves in a position of of uh, of supremacy, and. They've achieved that in medicine, and the, but the existence of others threatens that position. You know it's almost like they, 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 they've, they're like the king of this small hill, and then they see, uh, you know, and then, and then the thought of a greater mountain is, is terrifying. So if they could just, you know, block it off from their view, they can just negate it and say, no, 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 that's all a mirage, that'll make them happy. Even though they don't really, they're not really interested in trying to go and prove it, and they just want to be able to to satisfy themselves that that they're that they're not threatened, that their position is is not threatened. So they were saying they're not really in pursuit of of determining whether chachamim are 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 chachamim or not. If they were, they were they would say, well, well, let me see, is there. Is there, you know, how, how, if I had a great idea and I wanted to teach it, how would I do it? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, maybe this is, maybe there's a method that, that I'm not aware of. They're not interested in that whole kind of a thing. It's just a way to preserve the greatness that they attained in their field and not be, um, and not have that position threatened by, by something else. They call those people influencers. <laughs> I mean, at least, at least, they were successful in some area of, uh, of wisdom. Today, a person could uh, be able to throw a football very far, and people will seek his uh, opinion on uh, <laughs> on worldly matters. Okay. 
Yeah. Even he's not doing so. Um, yeah. So basically, um, the, the, that's where there's a similarity. They're both going to take Chazal literally, right? But uh, the first, the first group had, have a certain allegiance to Chazal, and a certain uh, they, they hold them in, in, in high esteem. The other thing is, they have to basically bring them down to their level. And the second one is um, they they uh, they um, they also take it literally, but in order to 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 um, to negate it. Okay. All right. Which is worse? So he says the second group is worse. Why is the second group worse? Because they're it. He says because they are they are mocking and they are um, undermining the authority of great men. At least the first group maintains the reality that these are people who should be praised. And that leaves a certain ability. There's a lot of times in mistakes, the question is, what's the deviation from truth? And, and a way of looking at what's the deviation from truth is how far back, how, you know, well, who could get back to the truth more easily? So if you're the second group, well, what's the harm in terms of, uh, of reality? The second group is they're taking away, it's like, it's like the Ram says in uh, Hilchus Tshuva. You know, it's great, fascinating uh, things in the third pair where he describes the fourth pair, describes the, the certain chatayim are worse than or ma'akim's tshuva. Like, like he says, if you hate Musr, that's a very bad chait because if you don't like Musr, then when someone gives you Musr, you're not going to like it and you're not going to do tshuva. You know, if you if you hate your if you hate chachamim, that's a very bad chait because how are you going to learn how to improve yourself if you don't if you don't like chachamim? Right, so so certain certain mistakes and certain chatayim are are more uh, are, are worse because they remove the ability to return. So if a guy is in the second group over here, they not only do they not have the right, not only are they not only are they wrong in their idea, but they're cutting off the pathway back. Second group, the first group, okay, look, they're mistaken in a particular. Right, the mistake in a very big particular, but at least they are maintaining the reality that Chazal are a source of 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 of, uh, of knowledge and a source of uh, of Torah uh, truth. Okay, so that remains. Maybe Maybe one day they'll stumble across a, a, an idea, and their eyes will be opened, and that'll be it. But the but the second group wrote off all of Chazal. They're never they're never going to they never to have an opportunity to look back. So if you're uh, if you're undermining the that 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 and, and they place and also they're placing themselves overtly in the position of authority. First group is not they're not overtly putting. Okay, they're making a big mistake. They're saying the Chazal don't have much more to say than they think they understand, but they're still not placing themselves in the position of authority over Chazal. Second group is. Okay, let's stop here.